Here we go. Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. I'm Matt Bauert. I own Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, California, and I've been coaching for 16 years. We created this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to make fitness education accessible, engaging, and effective for everyone. Today, Caitlin and I are going to be talking about seven ways to get shredded in 2024. So let's dive right in. Let's not waste any time. Number one, make protein the biggest part of each meal. So we're talking about chicken, beef, fish, eggs, etc. Caitlin, what are your go-to proteins? Um, right now, I think we're going towards bison, venison, when it is stocked in the grocery store, um, and then ground chicken, and then ground beef. I mean, I think those are our top four as far as what we go for, and um, as lean as possible. I really don't like ground turkey. It's probably my least favorite. It's um, really dry. Yeah, it's just really dry, exactly. So I tend to go towards more like um, the red meats, I guess, but um, try to at least get fish like once a day, if not get fish oil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, lately uh, we've been playing around a lot with having, with eating uh, elk and venison. And I've been really enjoying that because it's, it's very lean, it's lower in calories, it's higher in protein and lower in fat, saturated fat and cholesterol. So everything that red meat's kind of known for, for being bad, uh, it's nice to have uh, those options as well that kind of compete with ground beef, but aren't nearly as fatty as ground beef, even lean ground beef. Yeah, and one thing that um, we we have been trying to incorporate, at least something I wanna try to incorporate going forward for the, for the year is to um, incorporate more fish. And I think I was surprised by how much uh, protein shrimp actually has. Mm. And it has a lot, it has like one of the most, yeah, it and it's very low in fat, like one of the lowest. That and tuna, of course. So eating tuna, um, you like just two, Two cans, I think, is about 60 or no, 80 grams of protein. And if you eat three cans, it can be anywhere from 100 to 120 uh, grams of protein. And so I think that was great. That's a great odds. That That is awesome. That's really good to know. I would definitely say that fish is probably one of the best things you can eat for sure. It's like seafood in general because it's lean. You also get those omega 3 fatty acids. Um, and it's, it can be hard to get down sometimes just because I know a lot of people aren't fish eaters. So if you aren't a fish eater, what would you recommend that someone else eats? Um, I just think any of the other proteins, uh, getting it ground is the best way to get things down. Um, we were just talking about this earlier and, you know, like sometimes, I mean, steak and eggs would be awesome to eat all the time. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorites, but it's really hard to number one, cook. And number two, chew. Like you're just going to get really tired of chewing um, bigger cuts of protein. So I think getting things ground, so like getting chicken breasts ground instead or getting different cuts of beef, um, you know, that are on sale at the grocery store, you can ask the butcher to get it, to grind it for you so that it's easier to cook, faster to cook, easier to bake, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot easier to prep as well. It's definitely, the nice thing about the ground meats is that they're very easy to cook. You don't have to be a high skill cook. Um, and it's something that you can prep and also just put in the fridge and it tastes just as good later. And yeah. then, uh, if you want to make it taste even better, we like to add salsa, taco seasoning, hot sauce, all those things make it to where it doesn't get super boring. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, it also cooks fast. So those of you who are in a pinch cooking round meats, it does not take that long and it doesn't take high skill. 
and uh, and you can prep a lot of it all at once and you can also be doing chores at the same time if you're if you really want to get into it yes batch cooking is really easy to do for that and you know for a long time i thought matt was crazy for doing like the pound of meat a day and yeah. I, th- I thought eating i don't know ground meats for breakfast was just so strange um but now that i've been kind of doing it for a little bit i'm like wow like this is so smart. It's so easy. It's cheaper, actually. I'm way more full. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits, but it's definitely a mind change first mm-hmm. because you're so your tra- your traditional breakfast does not usually have like whole proteins. I guess at least growing up, I was never raised like that, so it was definitely a, a change of mindset to get used to this. But now I'm like, oh, it's like light bulb moment like this is this is how it's going to be forever yeah and that was the biggest difference that i felt when i first started doing it was that i felt full the rest of the day well not the rest of the day but i felt full i could eat that like a pound of meat and i could eat i could go out until lunch and i found that on days where i don't do that that i'm really hungry like three hours later two three hours later even though i eat something that is filling Mm -hmm. then if i don't get enough protein in early in the day i'm like oh man I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And right now at the gym, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, um, we are doing a 30 day challenge of eating a pound of lean protein a day, preferably before noon. And I think it's going really well for people. Like they're, they're doing a lot of batch cooking. It's really, they, they tell me that they're full and that they're have more time actually because they prepped everything early on. And, um, I think it's, it's going to be a really good outcome, um, at the end of the challenge for this. Yeah. And just to kind of give you context on what it kind of looks like, a pound of meat is going to be almost between 85 to 100 grams of protein. And what I like to do with my pound of meat is I'll add an entire case of, not case, but carton of egg whites from Costco. Mm -hmm. I'll add that in. And that's, I think, what is that? 100 grams? No. It's 50 grams? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think it's 50 grams of protein. I can't think, I can't remember off the top of my head. And I add that in and I mix it all together. And then that makes enough food for both of us for a while. Yeah, for at least breakfast and lunch or, you know, a portion of it. And yeah, again, it was so much cheaper. I couldn't believe it. Like people always say, yeah, people always say like, oh, you know, eating healthy is so expensive. But I mean, after experimenting for the last few years with different styles of eating, I'm like, wow, this totally makes sense because we just got in so much protein and everyone knows that's like the most expensive part of eating healthy. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, cause we're getting it ground, it's cheaper. And then it feeds two of us for two. So that's four meals, you know? And I was like, wow, mind blown. Yeah. How many calories is in a pound of meat? Well, it depends uh, on the, on average. Oh gosh. Could I want to say it's about 600 for 600, venison. 600 to up to a thousand like duck. Like that was the fattiest one. Cause we just did. Thousand. Yeah. Well, no, it's more. Okay. Four yeah, pound. It's like maybe 1200 calories. Okay. So ground beef, I think probably is around don't eat that every day. Yeah. I think ground beef is right around 800. Yes. Yeah. But it's really hard to eat a pound of meat in a day. So you are significantly still under on calorie counts, which allows you to have some leeway later on in the day. If you can't be a hundred percent healthy. Yep. And we'll talk about sides next. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's move on to number two snacks should be fruit veggies or high protein dairy yeah i mean i think the only thing for snacks that now that we eat is yogurt and then some like jerky maybe or like beef sticks and fruit and then and like maybe like carrots and you know vegetables like that but seriously i don't eat any other snacks i don't even crave any um other things honestly like it's so weird that like my palate is changing so much in the last year, right. especially, and I think it's just by cutting things out. And then when I go back to try it, cause I used to like it, I'm like, wow, actually I don't like this at all. 
So what, yeah. which is kind of relieving in the sense that like, well, I don't even have to buy it because yeah. I don't like it anymore. Yeah. I, I mostly stick to fruit. Yeah. Uh, uh, just so you know, if, if you eat a pound of strawberries, that's only 35 grams of carbs. Wow. Yeah. And that's fun a, fact. That's I a lot that of strawberries. And that's a lot of strawberries. So just to let you know that fruit is a great option, like meat and fruit are a great option because they're super low in calories. They fill you up. They give you fiber, vitamins, minerals, iron. So you're getting a really good bang for your buck when you eat meat, fruit, and vegetables. And then high protein dairy is a good substitution, especially when you're pinch or you're uh, traveling. Mm-hmm. Yogurt, uh, yogurt, cottage cheese, cottage cheese, all great stuff to have just stocked in the fridge. Just if you don't have time to prep, because you can just grab a yogurt out of the fridge, mm-hmm. throw some fruit in there, and maybe some nuts, and you're good for the day. Yeah, or not like a- good for the day, but it's a good snack. Yeah. No, I mean, I would say almost good for the day. <laughs> Pretty much almost there. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to number three? Sure. All right. Fantastic. We are, let's see, where are we? Oh, there we are. Oh, okay. So sides while eating out should always be veggies, whole potatoes, or rice. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of this is kind of coming down to, it's just changing your mindset on what you're going to eat. And so when you go out to eat, um, at least for, well, I don't know for us when we go out to eat, that's like kind of where I splurge a little bit. So that's mm-hmm. when I'll have like, yeah, potatoes and stuff like that. But at home I rarely cook that cause honestly it takes too much time. It does take time. To and cook I don't have time to do that. So I just don't even eat it. Um, or just like pastas and rice and stuff like that. I don't make it at home because it just takes too long and I don't need it. So that's kind of what I splurge on when I go out to eat. But if you're just talking about like lunch and stuff or like quick meals, then yeah, definitely just try to get protein, like a salad. I think a salad is a great way to go for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, great option, you know, to grab anywhere and then just re- be really moderate on dressings um, and then anything you add into that as well. Yeah, and it's nice because you don't have to count calories as much when we're doing this. So if you're doing meat, fruit, vegetables, a little bit of potatoes and rice. You don't have to be worried about too much about your caloric intake because they're already lower in calories, except for maybe the potatoes and rice. As long as you're doing that in moderation and preferably you're doing that post-workout as recovery to replenish the glycogen stores Mm -hmm. from being depleted during your workout, that is, you're going to be just fine as long as you don't overeat on calories on those particular carbohydrates. Yeah. And I was just talking about this the other day too with someone and trying to explain to them like, we really don't need a lot of carbohydrates. Like I think again, changing the mindset of like, Oh, I don't actually need this. My body can fuel and feel really good on just mostly protein, fat and very few carbs. But it's about going through that process of elimination and eliminating things from your diet and then seeing how you feel, how you react. How do you react when you reintroduce these things? Oh, I actually feel worse. I'm inflamed. My joints hurt. All these different, Mm -hmm. you have to be very mindful about that and then make that conscious decision of like, actually, yeah, I don't need that. I don't need rice. I don't need pasta. I don't need that as a side. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And I would even argue that people who are sedentary or work desk jobs don't even need carbs at all. Yeah, they just no, need seriously. protein like, and vegetables and fruit. If you stick to those three, you're going to be just fine as long as your proteins are lean and not processed. Yeah, because I mean, I am very active. Matt is very active. And we don't even eat that much carbohydrates. It's and, hard to eat that much and carbs. And we're very active people. And I feel like anybody who's not doesn't have an active job to begin with like you don't you don't need very much yeah you really don't just cut it out and just watch how much your body changes it's amazing 100 percent. let's move on to number four Mm -hmm. all drinks should be zero calories even coffee this is i think something where a lot of people will sneak in calories (laughs) i mean how many calories do you think a starbucks frappuccino has oh my god so so 500 so much sugar 
Um, yeah, at it's least. like drinking dessert yeah. with a little bit of coffee flavoring, <laughs> if that. Yeah, you should just try to stick with water electrolytes added to your water. I, I mean, salt is like the enemy of sugar. So sometimes when you're craving sugar, you should just increase your salt intake, and it'll cr it'll curb your craving for sugar. Right. Also, <clears throat> if you're craving sugar, you could be dehydrated. So again, increasing your water intake, or I like to add um, electrolytes. <coughs> I like to add electrolytes to um, our drinks, even our kids' drinks. Like they ask for juice, and I we don't really give our kids juice um, at all. And so instead, we add like um, emergency. Like we split a half packet of emergency between all of them, and it ha gives them some flavoring, and also gives them some vitamins. Um, or we use like um, Mio, you mm. know, the drops, or Propel. Like as. And we just split it amongst them so that there's just a little flavoring. Yeah, but just a little bit. Other than that, I mean, we don't drink juice. Milk is probably the only other sub like drinks that we have. Yeah, so definitely you're going to want to avoid sugary sodas or coffee-based drinks with a ton of sugar and yeah. cream in it because those definitely don't serve you. And plus, like, they're not that big, and you're you're just you're drinking a ton of calories which you can't use elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Like for example, there are some Starbucks drinks that are almost as many calories as there are in an entire pound of meat. Yeah, so, yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's actually really close. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna say it on here because I don't know for sure, but I'm mm -hmm. sure it's pretty close oh, 100%. in terms of calorie count. So stick to those things, coffee, water, and then if you do have coffee, keep it black or low calorie sweeteners. Um, I don't think, I actually think diet soda isn't that bad. I think if you can, I think if you do have a sweet tooth and you have to have something sugary, a sugary drink, cause I'm kind of like that. I mm -hmm. like flavored drinks. I like having a little bit of sweetness. So I think that that's a nice way to curb it because they're not, it's one of those neutral things where it's not good for you, but it's also not as bad as people think. So just don't overdo it on the diet soda. But if it's between that and Starbucks or that and an actual soda, a diet soda is actually not a bad choice. Yeah. Especially or if you're training yourself. Or what about the like the sparkling drinks that you get, like those sparkling sodas that yeah that you like? Yeah, yeah. There's some probiotic sodas that are yes. really good. You can get those at Sprouts or Whole Foods. I like those because um, I'm always one of those kids that grew up drinking three sodas a day. Like, remember Surge? Yes. Remember, yeah, I used to drink those, <laughs> like two or three of those a day. Yeah, I was so bad. I had so many cavities as a kid. It was so bad. Oh man. Yeah. So just focus on that things, uh, on those things. And that will help you lower the amount of calories that you consume every day. Let's move on to number five. This is one is one of my favorites. You want to resistance train a minimum of three times per week with a structured program. No wing it, winging it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as you follow a structured program and like Matt said, do three, at least three times a week. I mean, at Red Wolf, we'd like to get you guys in at least five days a week. I think that's like the sweet spot where you really yeah. start to see some good gains and you have good momentum and you're hitting like all the different levels of fitness and muscle groups. Um, so if you can get in five times, I think that's kind of where it's at. But yeah, minimum of three. Minimum of three. Exactly. And definitely make sure that you're hitting compound lifts and you're doing, uh, you're working out long enough as yeah. well. Because I think, I think one thing people do is they underwork their working sets. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think people, um, they want like, you know, the cool lifts and stuff. And sometimes it might get boring always doing deadlifts and back squats. And you might wonder why are we always doing deadlifts and back squats? And it's simply because we as working adults don't have that much time in the day to train. 
And you see people doing like a lot of accessory movements or a lot of cool, fun movements. That's because they full-time train and they probably spend like two hours in the gym. But for most of us, we only have one hour. We have to do a compound lift in order to, you know, activate a lot of muscle groups and, and get the most out of our hour. And so yeah. that's why we're always doing back squats, deadlifts, bench press, all those types of things, because we got to maximize our time. And yeah. the best way to do that is through compound lifting. Exactly. And that's how we design our programs at Red Wolf. We always look at what movements or what exercises are going to give us the most for our time because you know we could do all these flashy things and that'd be really fun and cool and mm -hmm. all and you guys would have a great time however you're not going to see results on the timeline that you're actually looking for yeah especially if you are only resistance training three times a week i mean it would be nice to do more bicep curls but are you going to get the fitness that you're looking for? Are you going to lose 20 pounds? Are you going to get that pull up? No, probably not. No, no. Like you need to do bigger lifts and um, more sets, more volume of it, heavier sets, heavier volume, and and just kind of like trust the process in that sense. Yeah. And it's not that those exercises or anything like those accessory work or whatever you see isn't necessarily bad. It's just that why are you going to waste that time for an hour or plus doing that stuff when mm -hmm. you could be spending that hour doing high impact movements or exercises that will actually take you further with doing less work. Yes. Yeah. It's all about maximizing your time. If you have more time in the gym, great. Then we can talk about more accessory work. But for the most of us, we have that hour and that's it. Yep. hundred percent. Let's move on to number six. No alcohol. <laughs> this one's tough for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like people don't take us seriously or take, take it seriously. When we say no alcohol, they're like, oh no, but like, you know, like one drink or like, or 10. Yeah. Or, you know, like once a week, you know, like, mm, no, like seriously, like you don't need it. It's actually yeah. really bad for you. And I mean, it, I think for, for me, I see drinking as just, it has to be special. It has to be like a social moment. Um, like I'm going out to celebrate something. It can't just be willy nilly, like any night or any time of day, like, like there has to be a point to it. Yeah. Um, and then I'm very picky with, um, the alcohol I do choose. And I really try to make it worth it because, because I don't do it very often. Yeah. And you know, because you have to start thinking about, Oh, well, how does it affect me the next day? Everybody mm -hmm. knows how it affects you the next day. It you affects your hormones as well. You feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one overlooked thing is people don't realize how much, well, I mean, first off, alcohol does nothing to help you improve your metabolic rate or your systems in your body. Like it just is not, there's no reason to consume alcohol in terms of what it can do for you. Yeah. I mean, it, the only thing it does is increase GABA in your brain, which is a neurotransmitter, which emits calmness and you know, it helps you loosen up. Hence why you kind of get more social Yeah. when you drink nothing wrong with that, but that's really the only um, thing that it does. And there's other ways to increase GABA in your brain as a neurotransmitter. Yeah. And again, that's why I said it has to be, I mean, it's very methodical, I feel like, when I choose to have a drink out or whatnot, because I just think of all the pros and cons, I kind of weigh them, and I'm like, is this worth it? Okay, yeah. then yeah, then I make the decision. And if you, worked out, if you work out that day, and you go out and you drink a bunch, and you binge drink, it's actually going to detract from that workout, because what it does, it lowers your testosterone, and increases inflammation, and it messes with your sleep and your recovery. So you're actually taking away from your fitness every time mm -hmm. you consume an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. So avoid it at all costs. Try and stick with water guys. But if you have to have a drink, no worries. Enjoy it 
we don't we won't judge you (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on to number seven quality sleep we're looking for seven to eight hours yeah oh seven hours would be amazing i i'll be honest i get it's five, really tough i get five to six yeah um i would love seven on nights that i do get seven i feel so much better yeah so i mean immense difference um but i'm definitely one of the five to six hour type of sleepers um simply because you know there's not enough time in the day to to get all my work in so i try yeah. to do it as much as i can and i do get very good quality sleep though i must say i sleep straight through the night as long as not one of the kids wakes up. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty heavy sleeper, and so I know my quality is pretty good. Yeah, and when you know when you're sleeping, you're repairing tissues. The body's repairing itself uh, neurologically. It's helping as well your cognitive ability because I definitely feel that because when it was over Christmas time when we were we were had some downtime, I I ended up staying late just because I was like, yeah, hey, I'm just gonna stay up late because. I got nothing to do the next day. And I remember I woke up at my normal time, which is right around like that 5.30 time. And so I got about four to five hours of sleep and I felt completely different. <laughs> it was it was not as good. I wasn't as sharp mentally, wasn't as motivated. I just didn't feel myself. So that is something that I'm like, oh, it really does make a difference. Because, you know, kind of when you get into a routine, you don't notice it. Mm-hmm. And then once you once break you do have something, yeah, once yeah. you break that, you're like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't feel even myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely affects your recovery. And if you're like me and you're just kind of like anal about like, oh, well, I have back squats on this day and I got to make sure I get enough sleep. <laughs> so like that's kind of my mentality. And I just I know how much it affects um my working out, which is one of the my the things that I really like to do, so right. so I try to like maximize every every ounce I can. One hundred percent. And if you all follow this ninety percent of the time, your body will start changing. Yeah, ninety percent because that's an A still. So you have to at least be hitting that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna kind of give a full summary of everything we talked about. And then we're actually gonna go into a framework on how to kind of start executing on this. So. Just a summary, if you want to get in the best shape of your life or you want to get shredded in 2024, you have two options. One, you can either either limit the, f- either, sorry, let me say that again. One, you can either limit the amount of food that you eat or two, you can limit the types of food that you eat. And it's true that anything in moderation works, but let's be honest, most people don't have an off switch. So stick to meat, fruit, veggies, and high-protein dairy like cottage cheese and Greek yogurt. And I guarantee you all, if you do this for the next 90 days, you will look significantly different. And you won't have to track calories. You won't have to track macros. Again, if you stick to meat, fruit, veggies, high-protein dairy, avoid alcohol, avoid drinking anything that's high calories, stick to water, black coffee, avoid alcohol, and you get high-quality sleep, things start getting very good very quickly. You're also going to notice your energy is going to be better. Your cognitive ability is going to be better. So you'll be have a sharper brain. And also, um, did I mention your workouts will be better and that you'll just feel better overall. Yeah. You'll just be more, you'll be just, you'll just feel good. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. All right. Let's kind of move into a framework for, I know that execution or sorry, the information is one thing. So we just provide you guys with seven steps on how to get shredded in 2024. Let's move into a framework now on how you can actually execute upon this because knowledge without action is pretty much useless. Am I right? Mm -hmm. So in order to be the, in order to be exceptional, 
you're going to have to be the exception. And I think one of the biggest things that's going to hold people back from doing this is actually going to be the opinions of other people. What do you think? Yeah, I saw a bunch of posts like at the new year of everybody saying like, let's normalize, you know, sleeping in or sleeping, getting quality sleep or eating healthy and all this stuff. Because I think a lot of the times people hate on uh, people, uh, like when you start making healthy decisions, kind of like there's those haters out there like, oh, why are you being no fun? Or how come you're not going out anymore? Yeah, how come you're not drinking you as much? Um, and it's just like, let's normalize like healthy living. And um don't like worry about the opinions of others. Like, especially if you're trying to make a habit change or a mindset change, like you got to stick with it. Don't get influenced uh, by outsiders. Um, just, you know, stay in your lane and, and get things done. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you're listening to this and let's say that you do want to pursue these seven steps and I guarantee you, you're going to have people who are going to try and bring you down to their level. They're going to say things like, oh, like just like how Caitlin said, you're no fun. Oh, look, uh, Judy brought her own healthy lunch today. You're <laughs> such a health nut. Uh, why don't you live a little? Uh, I could never do that or I could never do what you do. Well, you know, <laughs> why would you want to put yourself through that? Mm -hmm. Or they would ask you, do you even have a life? And I know all these because these are all things that have been said to me or yeah. that I've heard other people have to deal with. For sure. And you just laugh it off and say, yeah, I'm, I am going to do that. And you do it with a smile. I just heard somebody actually who's in the challenge, the, the one pound of meat a day challenge with us, say they prepped their food and they brought it to the office and then their boss took them to lunch. And they were like, oh, no, like I have my meal prep. And so they went to the lunch and they just they got a salad. And when they got back to the office, they ate their meal prep. Yeah. <laughs> and they were they just like made sure it still got done. They still were social. They still got to go out, did all that. But they focus on their priority, too, of what's what that's they're awesome. what they're trying to get done right now. And that's to stick to to the pound of meat. And they really did it. And I'm so proud of them. And, you know, if if everybody could just have that discipline and that mindset of no, I told myself I was going to do this and right. I'm going to execute. Like, yeah. that is the first step. I just told my dad uh, the other day um, to not eat rice. And you have to understand, my dad, I'm from Hawaii. He's he's very old. He's 74. And um, eating rice is like a part of his life. I mean, yeah. every morning he makes it. And so I said, Dad, like, I think you can go 30 days without eating rice. And he was like, no, there's no way. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you got to challenge yourself. Like, what else are you doing? Because my dad is retired and he doesn't really do much other than work out and, um, you know, mess around the house a little bit. So I was like, you know, just, just give yourself a little challenge. And he goes, okay, I'll do it. And I go, okay, start tomorrow. He's like, mm, and I go, come on, you like, you got to commit. And so he's been doing it. So I think he's on That's day awesome. three of no rice. Hey, it's better than nothing. And, um, yeah. And he's, I mean, it is really hard. He said, he's like, you know, it's hard to make that change. I mean, mm -hmm. being, you know, set in his ways for so long, but it's a mental commitment and you just really got to try and, and be driven and be focused. Yeah, exactly. And kind of going back to like, if you, let's say you work in an office or you work around other people who may not make the choices that you want to make, that's totally cool. And let's say that they do have something there or like lunch is brought in or there's donuts out and then you have your meal prep. Uh, 
if they ask you and you know that you don't want that, one thing that is a good tip that I heard is that you can just kind of be more practical about it and just say that, hey, like, you know, I did prep this meal. It's going to go bad soon and I hate wasting food. Mm, so I'm going to go ahead and eat this. But, you know, that looks amazing, but I really don't want to waste my food again because I've wasted it before. And I also don't want to waste my time because I, yeah. I took time to prep this. Just saying that it's going to go bad. I'd be like, oh, yeah, definitely. You should eat it then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just just make it about practicality. Don't make it about, you know, feelings. Don't make it about like, I'm trying to be healthy. Just be like, oh, just make it practical. Yeah. Like, I just don't want it to go bad. I don't want to waste. I put a lot of time into this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a re- actually a really good one. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. And the people who still will choose to hold you back, the reason why they do it is because that they know that if you can do it, then they can do it. It's insecurity. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't want to feel bad for the choices that they're making. Yeah, they're just... They know that they could do exactly what you're doing, but for whatever reason, you know, it's not, it's not time for them. And I don't know what it is, but people love projecting their expectations onto other people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but people love doing that even without, like, I didn't ask for your opinion, but thank you for projecting your oh, expectations man. onto me. Yes. All the time. A prime example is, I mean, people obviously can tell that Matt and I our trainers or we we own a gym or something and so whenever we go out to the grocery store for example right and they see us buying groceries and they see like you know whatever healthy food i guess and the grocery store clerk always you know makes a comment about like oh well i i was going to the gym or i i'm going to the gym right now i didn't ask anything about going to the gym with you or anything but they assume that since we have healthy food that they want to also mention whatever they want like yeah. to tell us and i'm just like why why are you it's okay <laughs> yeah like it's okay you don't have to like acknowledge the fact that you also work out because again it's insecurity i think i think people just get a little insecure about healthy eating or just being fit or nutrition or anything like that yeah and a good thing to think about everyone that if because we're always going to have those people who try and hold us back because we still have that to this day, even even though I, everyone knows I'm in the industry, everyone knows what I do, is that if someone is trying to project their expectations on you, the, I mean, it's there's no greater waste of time than justifying your actions to someone who lives a life that you don't want. Yes. It's such a waste of time. So don't even bother. Because, I mean, just, just be like, well, <laughs> if I mean, don't say this, but... Do you really want to be like that person who's giving you criticism? Probably not. Yeah. So you do you, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. You do you, bro. Yeah. You do you, bro. All right. So let's wrap things up here. So we talked about the seven steps to get shredded. We talked about framework on how to actually execute on this. And are there any other tips that you want to, to give before we wrap things up, Caitlin? No, I'm just really excited to, we'll give you guys like a recap at the end of our 30 day challenge, which is kind of incorporating all of these things that we just talked about. Um, And I hope that the people that are involved, you know, can give us some good insight and we have some good info to give you guys um, in February when we come back to this. Love it. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review. So that way we know to make more content just like this. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and DM your questions or content suggestions there. We definitely want to hear from you. Until next time, good luck. Have fun. Nailed, Nailed it. it.